0: If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com.
1: This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690
0: and ESPN690.com. Brady to Gronkowski. Super Bowl, here we come. Belichick, you're welcome. We'll put you on a fifty yard line in the seat, and we simply say, Thank you, Bill. Thank you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart for making us get these two guys to wear Bucks uniforms. <laughs> hey, guys had to put up with the Rays for a long time. It's a good point, so, man. Uh give it to him, right? Uh, let He'll him have, him have some, his you moment. Know, it is yeah. one thing. It's like the Bucks. You know, if if like I don't know, maybe it's the Cowboys, maybe it's San Francisco, maybe, name your team. But the mm-hmm. fact that the Bucks aren't a hateable team, you know, they've been oh. bad for a lot of times, you know, for most times in, in their existence. You, know, you almost don't feel like it's the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers embarrassment or riches and going to pay for guys and pay for a championship. It doesn't feel that way with the Bucks. Yeah, no,
1: not at all, man. Like, I think the Bucks have been... Miserable for so long, right? Like your mind <laughs> yeah. of the orange creams go. And it's funny because they've actually they've been the Super Bowls, yeah, right? When, yeah, when, when Gruden was yeah. there, but even then I just you know you kind of forget about that a little bit. So listen, I think that, you know the city of Tampa Bay is obviously excited. Um, it's good for them, and, and you know what? It's a, it's a storyline that I'm going to follow because once again, keep in mind the Saints, in my opinion, are still the favorite in that division, Brent. All right, so to me, it's going to be a battle between the Saints and Bucks and. It's going to be entertaining. I agree with you. I think the Saints are there, too. Uh, But, you know, that kind of move,
0: like if you bring a player in and it makes a big difference. Tell me who got the better end of these deals. There are six teams without first-round picks in this draft. Okay. And the reason they don't have them is they traded for a player. Sure. Oh, this is interesting. I like this. Yeah. So do the the teams that I'm going to say, do they wish they had the player or the pick back tonight? Hit me with it. Colts. For DeForest Buckner.
1: I think they like Buckner. I like Buckner for them, so that was a good trade for the Colts.
0: Steelers, Minka Fitzpatrick.
1: Ah, Steelers, for sure. I mean, that was a great trade for to get Minka Fitzpatrick. That guy, that guy changed their whole defense around, right? The only reason that they went 500 was because of him.
0: Chicago, Khalil Mack.
1: <sighs> that, that, that was two first-rounders, right? Yeah, or, but, but this year, so it's yeah. Another year, right? um, you know what? I think if you're Chicago, where they're at right now, they want their first rounders back, right? Because they, they need a quarterback. They got Nick Foles. Um, Khalil Mack's still a hell of a player, but they need a lot more pieces around him. Just think about all the wide receivers in this draft. They could kind of even add to that. Exactly. Well,
0: you be without Khalil Mack.
1: Yeah, but I think, I mean, there's a lot of needs there. Kyle Long, retired. tired. You have to replace him. So there's a lot of needs right now in the Chicago Bears.
0: Rams, would they rather have their pick or Jalen Ramsey?
1: I think Jalen Ramsey, because at the end of the day, it's you're probably going to secure him to a contract. You're going to get one of the best cornerbacks in the league. I'm still from the philosophy. If you have one of the best cornerbacks in the league, you can be successful. So I think the Rams want to keep Jalen. Bills, number 22, or Stefan Diggs? Ooh. You know what? To me, I mean, and take the, the money out of it, I think the Bills win on this trade just because, well, either you, you take Stefan Diggs or you take a receiver, possibly like Pittman, like T. Higgins, something like that, and you try to, you know, I guess, go up for him and reach for him a little bit. Well, with Diggs, you know what you got. Obviously a little bit of a head case, had some problems in Minnesota. He's in a new culture, a new atmosphere. Um, He's still in a place where it's cold, mind you, but I think he's going to be successful there. So I think the Bills won that trade.
0: Texans could have the 26th pick, or they have Laramie Tunsil. Now, keep in mind, some yeah. of these aren't the exact story, because Ramsey, they gave up two first-rounders.
1: Exactly. And Houston
0: gave up two first-rounders,
1: exactly. right? Exactly. Well, they also got Stills, too, as second. well. Yeah, yeah, and then they also got Kenny Stills, as well. But
0: I would say, you know, you want the 26th pick, you're getting Tunsil. Tunsil might be the best left tackle. I'll would, I would take Tunsil Or one of the best left tackles in the game. Yeah. Uh, what's interesting about Tunsil and Ramsey is they traded and did not come to an agreement on an extension right away. Mm-hmm. Now, Ramsey's was a shade early, but they could have done it. And so now, it really favors the player. Mm -hmm. because you're not going to give up that kind of draft capital and not sign this guy and keep
1: him. That would make no sense. Not even close, yeah. So they're they're going to re-sign him. So I think that helps Houston Texans out. Don't tell me Hopkins and, you know, David Johnson for the second rounder. Don't tell me that one because we know how that's going to go. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Uh,
0: but anyway, that's an interesting game yeah, right there. I like that. I think most teams are probably pretty happy with the guy they got. Sure. Now, what's, again, not factored in is you have to put 2020 and 21 next to Ramsey. Yeah. Was it worth – let's see who the Jags get. Did the, where the Rams could have had, say, Chason and some other guy yeah. next year's draft. Was that worth it for
1: Ramsey? Let me ask you this. Who's the last guy the Jaguars gave up a first round pick for?
0: Uh, I don't know if they've ever had. Yeah, I interesting. Mean, it's a good question. I should re- I should know that. Yeah, I don't no, like I know. They have I, mean, I should know that too. But um, I'll yeah. double check on it in in some of these notes that I have here. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if they've done that. Okay. Uh, if anybody out there knows, let us know mm-hmm. on social media or give us a buzz nine zero four three six two nine nine zero one star star six ninety. Be safe out there. By the way, pay attention to CBS forty seven, Fox thirty with all the weather going on. A lot of it in Southeast Georgia right now, but it will creep into Jacksonville tonight. Uh, you can also check out on the radio side WOKV one hundred four point five. We got Your Mox Let's back right now. Let's finish it up. Three more to go. We've got a little guitar playing. Guitar <laughs> Hero. Don't put me here in the on spot. the show today. Yeah. We've got bold predictions coming up, so there's a lot to get to. Let's get to it right. All yeah.
1: right, so we got mock draft number three. Coos, we rocked and ready to roll here, or we got to bring it up on the screen? There's been one up on the screen. Well, this is Somebody, Chief by is, Nature? Is that where we're at?
0: Yeah. We are at Chief by Nature.
1: All right, so Kuz, a little music, please. Set the mood. Setting the mood setting the mood oh yeah <laughs> all right so mr x uh mr x blue hat is that what that is brent his name yeah i would what i figured I don't, you might mr. get blue that hat. no sure don't me. we'll have to ask and go about that one but also <laughs> his name is uh chief by nature so comes to us you know and you know what i can tell brent he's been listening to the show do you know why he built up in the trenches a little bit number nine jeffrey akuda And number nine it's, listen, it's. It could happen. I, I know. I know. Unlikely, but possible. I know. Uh, Just because every mock draft says he's being taken at three. Keep in mind, these picks are coming from the final draft network, not my brain. So, n- n- number 20, we got AJ Epinesa, um, edge rusher. Listen, I like AJ Epinesa a lot. <laughs> we talked about him a little bit. By the way, they, they jumped in on Periscope. Thank you for the translation. Mr. No Cap is what that means. Oh, Mr. No Cap. <laughs> It a- 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 looks like Mr. X blue cap to me, so I take your call now, Mr. X blue cap. So, anyways, we should do a whole segment on how we figure out people's handles. Mr. No Twitter. cap. What? what? <laughs> are, are you a badass? You don't wear a cap. What is that supposed to mean? You don't either. I. Well, yeah. I guess I don't brag about it. It is what it is. So, AJ Panessa, number twenty. Listen, I like him as an edge rusher. I like him towards the later round of the draft, if not the second round. Twenty is way too high for him. Keep in mind, it's a guy that I picture actually playing a little more three technique. Than defensive end technique, when it comes down to the nickel situations. And then you have a guy with Ross Blacklock. So you don't like Epinesa at 20? If I would have taken him, you would have ripped my mock draft? Well, here's the problem with that. I'm about to say it. So I like at number 20, but here's the problem. He took Ross Blacklock at 42. TCU. Explosive guy. Um... A decent pass rush as well but the problem is when it comes to nickel you're gonna have epinesa and ross blackhawk i think have the same position right mm-hmm. because like i said epinesa reminds me a little bit of a tyson alawalu in the way he's not the most explosive guy but he's got hand violence he's got great technique i think it fits him better actually to play three technique. so with that being said he kind of overloaded the position a little bit for your nickel three technique at rushing. cam akers number 73 not mad at that Shane Lema. Lemieux. Lemieux. Are we Le Le <laughs> Yeah, who's this guy? <laughs> Where's he from? <laughs> I don't know. Interior <laughs> offensive line, Colin Johnson, wide receiver pick 137. And then, listen, okay. So, oh, wait a second. We got an Antonio gandy golden Alert. Yeah, and Solomon Kinley from range. Pick 189. I'm offended that you took him that deep, though. He belongs in the 140 range as far as I'm concerned. We got Solomon Kinley. I like that as well. Listen, here comes down to the this major isn't problem. not that bad of a mock draft. It's pretty good. It is not what are you bad, missing? It's not a bad mock draft, Brent, but I think you're missing maybe one thing. And that's how confident are you in Cam Robinson going forward? You didn't address the outside tackle spot. You addressed interior, but you didn't address outside. Offensive line, you win in the trenches. You don't have any depth there for Cam Robinson. or really don't have any tackle depth in general. Brent's trying to be nice to you and say, it's not a bad draft. I say this draft sucks. So, Mr. Red X, Blue Cap, I'm sorry, man, but your mock dress sucks. Some of them are hard to make bad, I tell you. <laughs> oh, I can find a way, but... <laughs> where there's a will, there's a way. I'm a lot nicer than you. Uh, I'm Okay, so we got Joey, and it's a... I think is... We'll wait till Kuz brings it up here. I mean, that's like it's a... It's Joey, and, uh... Is, is that a Chinese symbol? It's a Chinese symbol, um... I don't know what it means. I I'll know. be honest with you. Okay, so here's my mock. He says, "I know Swift yeah. at
0: 42 probably won't be there. Maybe Acres or, uh, oh, uh Edwards alaire In reality, I was like, "CEH, what are we talking about yeah. here?" So
1: uh, I got it now. So Joey Chinese symbol, Joey Sturm, Be Sturba 98, Sturba 98. I know. I'm really walking that fine line. Hey, so number nine, we got Derek Brown. Could it happen? Absolutely. Am I mad at it? Absolutely not. Derek By the way, Brown. how on this result, this pro football focus result, oh, they have that as that. a
0: 59 grade for Derek uh, Brown at well, night?
1: Well, listen, Brent, this is pro football focus. It's a very credible source, okay? They do their due diligence. Go ahead and read me. Go ahead and put your eyes on the number 20 <laughs> pick, and then go ahead and tell me the draft grade. Of that
0: pick, please. Christian Fulton at 91. I told you the analytics shake out for Fulton. The analytics love
1: Fulton. Mm. And then you watch the film. I wonder what Diggs would have got. Probably a minus something. (laughs) It's all right, though, man. That's not my pick. That was your pick, Brett. Pick number 42. We got DeAndre Swift uh, out of Georgia. Replaces Leonard Fournette if he's gone. 53 overall. That Whatever, okay. Get these grades out of here besides Christian Fulton. Yeah, the grades Um, are weird. 73, we got Matt Peart. Tackle, I like that, but it reminds me of Peart, the the drummer that just died from the band rush. So immediately I go back to him. Makes me a little sad. Tyler Johnson, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Pick 116. Like him a lot. Um, Kind of a high-intensity guy. I compare him to Debo Samuel from last year. I watched him play against the Badgers. The guy's the real deal. Overall, Brent, you know, I'm looking at this draft right now. And it's hard for me to find really anything wrong with it. Okay.
0: The only thing you could say, which it becomes impossible if you get some of the other spots, yeah, is did they do enough to help Minshew at at like wide receiver? But instead, he replaced him with Swift. Yeah. You know, so I mean, you can't you can't hate on that. Yep. This is tough here's, for
1: you. Here's my here's issue though, and I mentioned it before. Matt Pierce. Okay. Yukon um, guy. Yukon guy. I get it, man. Kind of like that. That East Coast, that tough guy. He eats nails and all that good stuff. That's cool, man. But you know what? He reminds me of Neil Peart from Rush. I'm a big Rush guy, and... Seeing Matt Peart and having to call Matt Peart's name every single time on the show, saying Matt Peart did this, Matt Peart did that, it's going to make me think of Neil Peart from Rush. May he rest in peace. So with that being said, I want to have great memories, not have to go back in the past and think about, man, the way Neil Peart could take a baseline, you know, with Geddy Lee, man, it was just it was magical. I don't want to think about that. I don't want Matt Peart on my team. So, Joey, unfortunately, you're off to a good start, but you brought up some traumatic memories for me. So, Joey, <laughs> Chinese, Chinese symbol, whatever your name is, Joey Joeysterba98, all due respect to our Chinese listeners out there. not trying to offend anybody. Your mock draft, it sucks. Last one, Brett. Actually pretty good.
0: Last two. In the running. <sighs> no, morning. this is the last one, right? My <laughs> final five
1: to pick for uh, giveaway. Guess what? You know what? I'm sweating, too. Go figure. All right, Brent, we got Teal the last tongue. one here. Teal tongue. Tropus hmm. at Tropis Net. Don't T- ask me how Higgins <laughs> fell to 73, he says. Well, guess what? That's the first thing I'm going to do to you. Don't bring it up, and maybe I won't ask. But you know what? T. Higgins, the first All right, Derek Brown, number nine. Christian Fulton, number 20. Obviously the pick of the draft. Pro Football Focus says so. A 90 overall grade. I mean, what, what, more, what more do you want from a, from a cornerback? Brent thinks Diggs is the best cornerback. We'll see. Uh, put some money on it if you're really that worried. J.K. Dobbins, a guy I like a lot for running back, by really? the way. like k- him k- here? Kevin, of I mean, kind of an unspoken guy, you know, because we're talking about the, yeah. the Jonathan Taylors. Yeah. Talking about the Swips. Keep an eye on J.K. Dobbins. Here's the problem, though. Once again, I talk about insulting our intelligence. The only way T. Higgins drops to 73 is if you, like, an Instagram video comes out of him smoking. You know know what? No, because we're in 2020, so it's not even that. So an Instagram video can come out of him smoking, and he's still going top 40.
0: Unless they ask him to do a vertical jump.
1: Exactly. The only way T. Higgins is going to fall to number 73, sir, if he has, like, a Tony Montana-sized mountain of... Yeah. Devil's dandruff, if you will. And he's snorting it. Besides that, no way T. Higgins drops number seventy-three. So to me this draft is absolutely unrealistic. Uh you got Kenny Wilkes here, edge one thirty seven. Not bad. Uh Colin Johnson, wide receiver, number one forty. Listen On paper, this looks like a great draft. The problem is, it's just not going to be that realistic. So with not being realistic, I can't say it's a great mock draft. This was your chance. You were batting cleanup. This was the last one of the day. You could have hit a home run. You struck out with three balls, and it is what it is, man. So what's this guy's name again, Brent? For one final time, and I say it with all due respect, but my sources are telling me that Teal Tongue at Tropus Net, your mock draft, Let's close the chapter on this segment. It sucks. Very good. There it is.
0: The first one, ladies and gentlemen. Shock your mock. T-shirt's coming soon. By the way, I think you tried to trip up Austin Lane. That was uh, very well done, the last few. Those were tough. Yeah, but you're a couple of the last few days, too. I'm going to put them in. I'm going to get, like, my top five. And, again, I'll have a winner, and we'll give away some ESPN 690 gear, who I thought the best mock draft was, the one that really made it tough for Austin to wiggle out of in the shockier mock series. But uh that was a lot of fun yeah uh, hopefully you'll participate again next year. maybe we'll even extend it and just do like one a day next hey. year in the month of April.
1: I mean, I think my my deodorant would thank you if we do that
0: <laughs> yes, instead instead of five or six that months. would be fantastic man yeah <laughs> uh, that would be very good, I guess for you uh, yep. if uh, if you're not sweating during the segment <laughs> I'll give you another draft note buyer beware of QB's in the top five okay. Okay, since 1999, there have been 28 quarterbacks selected in the top five, and the results have been very mixed. Looking at this group of 28, one has won a Super Bowl as starting QB, Eli Manning. Hmm. Two have won MVP, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton. Two have five plus Pro Bowl selections. Philip Rivers, Donovan McNabb. Fourteen of the 28 quarterbacks have a losing record in their career as a starter. You talk about a 50-50 proposition? Whew. There it is. Rolling the dice. Only four of the 28 have won at least 60% of their games as a starting QB. Vince Young has the best win percentage at 620. So, gives you a little bit of insight in the top five. Keep in mind the Jaguars picked Blake Bortles in the top five, but that's Correct. her only one. Gabbert was outside mm-hmm. uh, the top five quarterback range. Borrow, is he going to live up to it? Yeah. Is, where is he on the 50 50 list? <sighs> I think it's he's, easier to bet yeah. against him, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Man. He's got around him, it's really right? easy to bet against yeah, them, oh, I mean, especially quarterbacks. I mean, because yeah. what do we measure success in? Deep yeah. runs into the playoffs, Pro Bowls, MVPs. You can be a pretty decent quarterback and end up being okay, sure. Joe Burrow, but yeah. that's not what people want out of that number one pick. The expectation is so high that if you're going to ever predict or bet, the bet against is probably the easier way to go.
1: So here's what I'm going to say about Joe Burrow. I honestly think his first year he won't have the best quarterback numbers of anybody in you know in the draft class. I think Herbert could have better numbers, I think Tua could have better numbers. I will not be surprised if Joe Burrow is a third ranked rookie quarterback in this class. But as far as a long term solution, as far as what his career is gonna be known for, all I have to go off of that once again is what I saw on film. All right, and when I say on film, I don't mean a three minute YouTube video. I mean watching LSU play, you know, three or four primetime games last year and to me the the quarterback that you know he's special is when the pocket collapses um it looks bleak and he try he finds a way, whether it's with his arm, with his legs, but he finds a will. And when there's a will, there's a way. And when there's a way, you win ball games. So with that being said, I just think Joe Burrow has that it factor. Yeah, he throws a nice ball. Yeah, he can make all he has all the intangibles. Yes, he's a great leader, all of that. But to me he's got like that Gardner Minshew gene, right? Where like you can't really put a finger on it, but It's contagious, and it's just that aura about him. So I think Joe Burrow will actually be successful in NFL eventually, not the first year.
0: Yeah, it'll be. They have to put stuff around him. That's the big thing, like you say, and and we've said, and uh, yeah, I think it's it's. Certainly debatable. Did the Jags do enough around Blaine Gabbert? Did they do mm-hmm. enough around Blake Bortles? You know, will they do enough around Gardner Minshew? Uh, and if you look at some of these situations, hey, maybe they're already in good situations. Maybe they're already better quarterbacks. But I think the way teams have built and invested around that QB to put them in a position to be successful can't be forgotten. You can't just be satisfied. yeah. yeah. Do the Jags have a decent receiving core? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Could they have a better one? Absolutely. To a lot of people's points, do the Jags have okay players on the offensive line individually? Yeah, maybe if you go up and down the line. Could they do much better? Yeah, absolutely they could. Mm -hmm. Is Fournette suitable enough? Yeah. Could they be better at the backfield? Yeah. So all those things, they have to see where they need to. They can't be satisfied. I feel like at times, you know, it would be a very interesting uh, research project to do. What I thought about this question today. Hmm. What scares a GM more? What keeps them up at night? Not going into the draft or any time of year. I don't have a franchise QB hmm. or I have too many vacancies on my depth chart that I don't like. You know, I have yeah. too many holes on my roster. Let's just say that. Yeah. So so what keeps you up at night? I'm not good enough at four positions or five positions. Or I don't have my franchise QB. And what people would say automatically is like, I don't have my franchise QB. You can't win without a franchise QB. That's what I would think. I just don't know if that's the way GMs think. Hmm. Because if you're – what are GMs? They're builders of rosters. They're builders of teams. They're architects. Well, an architect can build a building, a house, or whatever and absolutely love the master bathroom. (laughs) But if they don't – by the way, the master bathroom or the kitchen and they're worth a lot. When you're selling a house. Spend a lot of time in there. But you know that architect or, or, or builder or whatever, they care just as much about that back room or that fourth bedroom or the upstairs bathroom. You know, that's just the way they operate. Yeah. I think GMs operate that way. I think when they look at their roster in total and say, man, we got to get better here. we got to get better here. And I think you can fall into the trap. And I wonder if the Jags have done that at times. I wonder if Dave Caldwell has done this at times and saying, you know what, we feel good about Cam Robinson. We're okay there. Let me go plug this hole Mm -hmm. before we leak too much water. Uh, we feel good with DJ Chark and a DD Westbrook. Let me go plug this hole and stop the run on the defensive line. Where you could easily in this draft say, yeah, we feel good about DJ Chark and DD Westbrook, Chris Conley, but let's get great and dynamic there. Yeah, we feel good about Cam Robinson, but you know what? We got four guys in this draft. We're in position to maybe take the best one. Let's go do it. I think it's harder for them to do that than people let on it sounds easier said than done i when you have 22
1: positions on a football field yeah. you want to be good at all of them no you you're absolutely right but here's my argument to that debate and, and you made some pretty great points you know and then you compared the quarterback to the master bedroom to the master bathroom of the house well do you know why that, those places are so coveted Brent because you spend the most time in them when we talk about a quarterback Brent usually the way it works is if you have a top 5 quarterback in the nfl Odds are you're probably going to the playoffs. Odds are you're probably going to be successful. I've seen a lot of great teams that had fantastic defenses, that had a decent running game, but didn't have a quarterback. I've seen a lot of great teams that have great offensive lines, had the culture in place, but didn't have the quarterback, and they didn't succeed. So I think I'm going to go against you here and say, you know what? You have to have the quarterback because then that's like, the top of the top. Everything else starts to trickle down a little bit. So one could say the quarterback is the top where it's the foundation, but it's what you have to build on. Then you build around him. Now, I'm not saying you can't do it the other way. If you look at the 49ers, the 49ers built through the draft, built the free agency, and once they were ready, then they got Jimmy Garoppolo. Looks like I know what the Dolphins are doing a little bit, right? Yeah, exactly. So both ways can work. Don't get it twisted. I just think, though, from a GM's perspective, once you know you have that quarterback position locked up, once you know you have a top five, a top eight quarterback, and you're going to be successful, then it makes your job that much easier in finding the pieces around them.
0: All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, a little Guitar Hero from Austin Lane. You're hyping it up way too much right now. Bold predictions. <laughs> Bold predictions, What's baby. going to happen tonight? And by the way, did we ever get you a mock draft?
1: What are you talking about? Did you, did you want me to put it out there?
0: I think you should put it out there and also tell us what happens, at least in the first round. You can do the others tomorrow. All right. But what happens in the first round tonight, do you think? Because we know where I stand, and I've been ripped accordingly for the last week. <laughs> Time to put it out there, Austin Lane. All right, let's put it out there. Plus some prop bets to finish up the show. we got a lot to get to in the final half hour. It's draft night here in Jacksonville, Florida. Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll be right back. They are going to use reasonable judgment to stop the clock, if need be, in a legitimate issue of malfunction. You can't have a team that's on the clock and at nine minutes and 45 seconds into a first round pick, which is only 10 minutes, and then call up the league office and say, hey, we've got an issue. And like, there's going to be a way, and I'm not quite sure how the NFL will do this, but they will have to find a way to regulate and prevent teams just taking their time. Field Yates from ESPN. We're about ready to see how they pull this thing off tonight. It'll be pretty interesting to watch. And, uh, again, it, my opinion on it is I think it will be uh, pretty well done. Not as many glitches as everybody thinks, but, hey, I could be wrong. We will soon uh, find out. All right, I got some fun prop bets for you, okay? You've yeah. got the Guitar Hero. You're going to play that in just a little bit. Can't wait for that segment, whatever that
1: is. Well, no, it's just it's one of my predictions. It's all it's part of the prediction segment. The old prediction segment Oh, is and by the way, the, the mock draft is live. Nothing but compliments, man. Oh, come nothing, on. They're just nothing, afraid of you, man. Nothing but compliments. Compliments six, six, and well wishes. Two forty-five, and you're afraid. And
0: nothing. you compliments. People. Don't be afraid. I sit oh. next
1: to him every day. Give Dave, a hard time. Dave, my phone's on silent right now. I'll take your calls after the show in case you have a job for me. It's all good.
0: So here's what you did, by the way: Javon Kinlaw, Christian Fulton, <clears throat> Michael Pittman Jr. Come on, mm, Julian Aquara. Yep, edge rusher. Yep. Of course, you went two edge guys in a row. Alex Highsmith can't have enough of them. hard to replace Austin Lane. Yep, Darius Anderson. <laughs> there's your guy. Hello. Julian Blackman, not Justin's brother. Yep. Harrison Bryant. I had him, too. Nice. There we go. Scott France from the state's offensive tackle. Yep. Justin Stranod, linebacker. Yep. Khalil Tate at QB.
1: Yeah. Why not, man? And just you know? Gage Cervanka Inside lineman. Gage and is an animal. Let's just say that. Okay, From what I read about him, I didn't really watch any video because guess what? He's like a 7th round pick. But from what I read, he had some injury history but they think that if he can stay healthy, he's going to be a big time uh, get at that position. So
0: you love Kinlock, Fulton you love too. You get the corner. You get the wide receiver, the tall one and, and mm. Pippen. I don't mind that at all. Uh, you get a couple of edge guys. Yep. You get the running back who you think is shifty and can be shifty. You get a little mm-hmm. help at safety. Project at tight end but it adds to the room. It does. Here's what I would say if I was shocking your mock, me because it. you said this, I think, to somebody. Don't hit on Scott Brant. Go all the way to 170. Go, go, read 170. 170. go read on Scott France real quick.
1: To get a little offensive tackle help. Go check out Scott France real
0: quick. Sleeper in the
1: draft? Go check out Scott France real quick, and then get back to me on that one. Kansas State, baby. We did have a question that was directed at Austin yeah. on the stream. Yep. They asked if Austin feels that the Jags got... Uh, they're worth when they picked Austin. 2010, fifth-round pick. Should have been a first-round pick so I could afford guitar lessons. I wouldn't be so embarrassed coming up here in the next segment of the show. No, realistically, though, I think um, I think the fifth round was fair, man. It was, it was a crazy process for me because being a small school guy, I was hearing everything. I was hearing third round. I was hearing sixth round. I was hearing seventh round. So, literally, I had no idea where I was going to go. But I think if you go back, you look at what I was able to contribute for the Jacksonville Jaguars and starts, um, you know, and just, you know, kind of plugging and playing. I think the fifth round was fair uh, for Gene Smith to take me. Yeah, that's a good call. Uh, oh, let's see what Brent's got to say about this. Uh,
0: no, it's an interesting yeah. call. Like, listen, you get fifth round is outside the realm of
1: well, just go and call it what it is. It's what? called the crapshoot. It's called the crapshoot. Crap so go. Don't, don't try to dance around the top. Just call it a crapshoot. It is a crapshoot. Okay, there you go. Man. I've called it that before. Yes, you it, have. Well, and
0: that's a good place to be. Yeah. Because the expectations are lower. Sure. Fifth, sixth, seventh round, I really don't think you know what you're going to get. You can mm-hmm. get Telvin Smith, pro bowler. Good. You get Austin Lane, who, who contributes for a few there years. We go. Okay, good. But you can <laughs> nice also save. get Donald Robinson, who ends up in a pond. <laughs> I love Denard. Really, but
1: <laughs> yeah, that was rough. That was I good.
0: Know. Yeah, I, I, he might have been in the fourth round actually. But yeah. I'm just saying, like a guy that comes with so much hype. And was Denard a fifth round pick or a fourth round pick? But I, yeah, you know that it's and it's too much hype and it doesn't live up to it. You know, mm-hmm. so I, I just think. Uh, I've always had this in my mind, the four rounds. That's why I look at the Jags draft. You can tell me there's 12 picks, but I look at it as seven picks. Mm-hmm. And then whatever, roll the dice and get lucky in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round. I mean, Jags are lucky right now with Gardner Minshew. Correct. Right? Patriots got lucky with Tom Brady, obviously, the luckiest team ever, yep. really, when it comes to that. But the Jags got fortunate with Telvin Smith. Now, I'll give him this. He dropped a couple of rounds because of the drug test and failing in that. Yeah. And then they got some great value in round five. They were willing to take a chance, and it paid off for the time being until it went sideways on him the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, I think one could argue argue man and you know, we're not sure if Telvin Smith's gonna ever come back or not. The the Jaguars got great value for him regardless if he comes back or not. Right? Like yeah. he he fulfilled his fifth round pick duties. I think even if he sat out, you know, for two seasons, like so if we go back to two thousand eighteen he sits out, I still think, you know, you got what you got for him and being a fifth round pick man, you can't be mad at that. So in terms of value, in terms of what a fifth round pick can bring to the table, I think it. If a guy can start, contribute, and obviously go to Pro Bowl like he did, then you absolutely got your money's worth for Telvin Smith. That's a great. I should
0: know your numbers like uh, b- my heart, but uh, you, so you played 30 games. Yeah. In I guess I'd, I don't even know that. Let's see how many games. I, I will take away two of them. So you played 28 games in three seasons for the Jags. Okay. In 11, you only played in six. You got what did you hurt in 11? That was my labrum. Oh, yeah, I there. kept
1: on popping out. Yeah. I ended up popping out too
0: much in Pittsburgh, and that was it.
1: But again, you played. You started nine games as a rookie.
0: Yeah, unexpected. Fun fact: two thousand ten on a good year too.
1: I had to do the starting team reps, and then I had to do the scout team reps as well because Derek Harvey wouldn't do them. So literally, I was pulling double duty <laughs> for that season. Not even lying about it.
0: Uh, and then you played uh, in eleven games and started seven. Yeah. Uh, in two thousand and twelve, that was the year Jack got fired. Mel Tucker. No, that was no, no, 2011. No, that would have been 11.
1: 2012 was Mike Mularkey's first Mike year. Mike Mularkey. That's That's when I had my Liz Frank injury. 2012. That's right. Uh, yeah. So
0: you say had a couple of games you lost injury. Yeah. You end up with three sacks. You obviously would have liked more than that. A whole lot more. <laughs> but I will say you had that year nine QB hits in 11 games. Yeah. That Not was bad. fun. That was cool. I yeah. mean, if you can average a QB hit a game, that's pretty
1: good, right? I think, truth be told, that season, I think... Four of them came from a one Houston Texans game, with Matt Schaub, <laughs> if I'm not the mistaken. a little bit. Yeah, it doesn't hey, matter. Of the of the day, made a it's all about the final stats, yeah. right? Yeah. People, yeah, people don't
0: ask like, "Khalil Campbell had like nine sacks against the Houston Texans <laughs> That's and five right. in the other That's 14, right. 14 the games." That's
1: right. First game of the season. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Uh, but
0: I, I think you're right about what, what you, you know, you special teams. Yep. Uh, and 28 games. Yep.
1: Yeah, I, th- I would say you lived up to Thanks, fifth round pick. Thanks, Brent. Hey, PFF, you listening? Hire this guy right now. He, he knows what he's talking about.
0: Yeah, I mean because I think you are kind of what the fifth round pick can be. Yeah. You try it for three three years. Yep. You get, you know, get something there. Yep. And, and, you're, you're, and you hope it hits big. You hope exactly. it hits like Telvin hit. Yep. Right. But again, Telvin was really more considered a third round talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people were talking about that year, um, and then on the other side of it, you get somewhere just. Fans out but you can do that in the fourth round third round second round first yeah. round
1: sometimes well you know and the way i look at it too brent it, when you reflect on my career and where i'm at right now one could say i was a first round pick for the radio job because my name starts with an a and i was the first guy <laughs> in your phone book so one could say i was really the first guy that you called you have to get to the b's or the c's so i'll take being a first round pick on the radio <laughs>
0: okay all right let's do some prop bets um and by the way, uh, for all the folks that uh, I said you're afraid you're being too nice to him on the mock draft, I might have been a little scared right there And what I should say. Oh, no, uh, no, so so you're good, probably man. Right. But, yes, please. I mean, and I have a little close room. and he's got a guitar next to him. Feel free so to be mock- hit by I mean, the guitar.
1: Yes, Feel free to mock. You know, I mean, shock my mock. Everyone's just been so kind, so nice to me, guys. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Please, be honest. Right. I want your creative thoughts. All right, a few prop bets. Ready? Yeah, Will sure. any
0: team not get their pick in on time? Yes or no? Yes. Uh, no is the uh, favorite. Minus 150.
1: Yeah, I think every team will get their pick in on time. Because yeah, she, there's there's safes th- But
0: there's like text messaging. They have uh, Doug Marone and Dave and, um, Caldwell combined have seven tablets, two computers, and like twelve speaker phones. <laughs> I think they'll get it in. You're gonna be okay. Uh, will any team's draft spot be moved back due to a missing a pick? Uh, that no. that kind of goes. Will the NFL draft be hacked? No, minus twenty five hundred.
1: John Harbaugh probably believes yes. <laughs> it's a little note idea. Yeah, he, still. he does. Um, no, it's not going to be hacked. I don't know. I mean, but here's the thing though: our hackers kind of bored these days. They're much to hack. Yeah. Well, so, Zoom I get. Yeah, there's that but why not go for like the Super Bowl of hacks and go for the NFL draft? So what? What are the odds again?
0: Uh, minus twenty five hundred that it won't happen. A lot of protection on the NFL. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Highest number of people in the same room. So will they practice social distancing or not? Over under is nine and a half.
1: I, I don't know if we're talking about number of people or like highest as in smoking but um <laughs> with, with that being said, we'll <sighs> social distancing talk today. Yeah, it is what it is, man. It's two thousand twenty. Um I think that <laughs> social
0: <tonsil> being celebrated.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that social distancing will be practiced. Obviously it's bad optics. So think about those endorsements. Can you imagine a first round kid and he's got thirty people um in the room with him? Endorsements are going to come calling into that. That's bad optics. So I think yes, every single draft pick will adhere to the the standards of social distancing. Will
0: pizza be seen in any draftee home? Yes, is plus one hundred. No, is minus
1: one forty. Yeah, I mean I can see like a a, a table in the back I'm with some so, pizza I'll on vote it. Yes, on that. Yeah, but plus one hundred. Yeah, it's, that's a it's underdog pick? pick. Really? Heck yeah! Do we do we make a we make some calls here? Make some. Bets? I mean, make a call on this because there's no <laughs> doubt some. Yeah. somebody's like sponsored it's by Domino's already it's a draft party though exactly it's going to be a shameless well first of sponsor all, it's, it's not Domino, it's pizza Hut. right have a little respect for the sponsors of the nfl oh, it's Pizza sorry. Hut. you're all right
0: though you're good uh, once with mark lamping had him on jaguars all access and said coca-cola and it's really sponsored oh, by Pepsi. Yeah, correct okay. i'm sure he did i'm sure he did good for him uh, who will the number one overall pick hug first mom dad girlfriend friend sibling Oh, this was interesting. Mom's the favorite. Oh, yeah, for sure, Mom.
1: I'm I'd surprised think, oh, it's not no. on here as agent. I'm going girlfriend, man. I remember when I got drafted, I, I held my girlfriend first. You did. I did. And you know how I the feel mom, about my mom? mom pissed off
0: at you for that.
1: <laughs> and you know how I feel about my mom? I held my girlfriend first, man. Bad call. I'm not with her anymore, so I had a horrible <laughs> idea. But, yeah, what are you going to do? Okay. Yeah, so mom, yeah, yeah. I where hug your moms. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hug your moms. Hug your, hug your kids. The then your did mom. your mom is... say anything about that? No, she was cool. The note here is she brought uh-huh. you into this world. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, man. You know, hey, I, I'm a diehard mama's boy, but I think she was, like, in the kitchen uh, prepping some brisket, so she wasn't even around for it, I think.
0: All right, here, one more rule. ESPN mentioned that Jake Fromm played in the Little League World Series. Yes, <laughs> minus 120. No, minus 120. That's an even bet. Absolutely, they will mention
1: <laughs> that Jake Fromm played in the Little League World Series. You think so?
0: Oh, without question, without it's it's top three nuggets mm, on the Fromm nope, list.
1: Nope. I'm, you know what? I'm taking the prop bets. I'm saying no, and I'll bet against you right now. Because keep in mind, Brent, he's probably going to be a what? Realistically, a fourth round pick, maybe a fifth round pick, maybe a third round pick. Those picks go fast, Brent. All right, you, you don't have time to talk about everyone's stats That's and how true. they grew up and everything. True. So but I think a quarterback. He'll get a love. He will get love. Exactly. I mean, when I when I got picked, it was a commercial and <laughs> literally like <laughs> welcome they, to every Jags well, pick. Yeah, literally, you're literally, not alone there. Literally, I get picked. I see my name in <laughs> the bottom. They come back in. Mel Kiper's like, all right, well, uh, uh, Murray State, and that was it. Like nothing. <laughs> Nothing, Mel. No. So, with that being said, I don't think that Fromm gets his his baseball stuff uh, published. Well, I got one
0: more for you because this is going to lead into what we're going to do right now. Okay, going into bold predictions. Will ESPN broadcast teams say Swahili when talking about Jeff Akuda? <laughs> yes, plus one ten, no one fifty. Oh man, he took three years of it at Ohio State, apparently. You have to go yes, then, right? I mean, they that's said no is the favorite.
1: But that's a yeah, I mean, because once again, first round pick, top corner in the draft, you think that they're going to showcase that. I mean, the guy's versatile, even with languages. I I think they do. I think they do. All right. right. So that gets us into bold predictions. I'll do mine first while Austin sets up. Chris go back
0: and forth. It's fine. Oh, you want to do that? Yeah. Are you going to start with the guitar? No, I'm going to end with it. End with it. Okay, Okay, good. (laughs) Yep. Okay, so here we go. No pressure at all. (laughs) I'm not nervous whatsoever. We got Guitar. And everything out for this prediction. I have no idea where this is going. Yep, me neither. But here's the deal. <laughs> you want I so bold predictions. Here they are. Yep. The Lions take Tua at number three, sit him for a year and unload Stafford next season. Oh. Why is it wow. all I've seen out of the Lions so. is they're getting a kuda, 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 kuda. Or Derek Brown, yep. maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't find anybody else telling me the Lions are going in a different direction. If the medicals check out and the hip is good, and Tua is every bit of what everybody thought he could be, why wouldn't the Lions start flipping the page? Patricia could get his own quarterback. Now, mm-hmm. the one thing about Patricia, they're running out of time. They got to win soon, right? Because they've been there a few years, so maybe that. But you also could buy yourself time picking Tua. I don't know why anybody's not talking about that, which means it's probably not going to happen. But that's why this is a bold pick. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it makes some sense to me.
1: You, you can a bad call.
0: unload Stafford's contract. Now, he's still like $19 million dead money. But sure. you know what? dude? Everybody's doing that these days. Yeah. Next year, you couldn't unload him before because his contract was crazy.
1: The only caveat I'm going to say is Matt Patricia is kind of on the hot seat right now. Do you go with a new quarterback, or do you have the sure thing in Stafford build around him and try to win some and ball games and save that's your what job? makes a But, bold but I like your bold prediction. What do you have? My first bold prediction, check this one out. Feast your eyes with this, or I guess your ears. Joe Burrow will be the only quarterback taken in the top ten. I think Tua's going to drop. Wow. I think Herbert's going to drop, and I think Love's going to be top 20. I think teams eventually will pick, you know trade up after the Jaguars pick me at number 10 or 11, but I think Joe Burrow will be the only quarterback taken in the top 10, which is so ironic, because the whole time we've been talking about quarterbacks going top 10, I think Burrow's going to be the only guy.
0: Wow. Here they are. Trade How do you like up? that? Uh, the Jaguars make three trades in the first round. They're going to drop back twice. Okay. and they're gonna move up once they're gonna <sighs> drop from nine to say 13 or 14 okay they're gonna drop from 20 to like 26 or 27 and they're okay. gonna couple some of what they get in that second third round because they're gonna have more picks yep and they're gonna jump back in somewhere in the late 20s
1: who are they taking all these picks I are, don't know. you don't know okay, that's not my bold prediction okay. my bold prediction well. is they
0: make three trades <laughs> and they have, end up with three picks Ooh. in the first round.
1: Three picks in the first
0: round. And it doesn't include Yon.
1: Oh, they ain't giving me no commercial breaks for that one. I like that. Okay, ballsy, Brent. My second one. Check this one out. C. D. Lamb, Wham Bam. Uh, what, what was it? Lamb Bam. Thank you, ma'am. You better know your own shirt. I know, right? we made I a have, lot of shirts I haven't this changed week. My, well, Brent, you know what? You know what that means. We made a lot of money this week. C. D. Lamb will be the first wide receiver taken by the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray gets his teammate. He's requesting wow. him. You Rugg- laughed at rugs. I laughed at rugs. Um, Judy, obviously, in my opinion, the best wide receiver in this bunch, but I think C D Lamb. No one has him going to the, the Cardinals. I think he goes to the Cardinals. All right. First pick uh, of the draft of wide receivers.
0: Herbert, this is my last one. Yep. Herbert slips into the twenties. Yep. And Love slips out of the first round. Say it one more time. Herbert slips into the twenties and yep. Love out of the first round. So only two quarterbacks taken in the top twenty. Okay. Now your final bold prediction Austin Lane Is it loud enough in here? Hang on Oh yeah That sounded pretty loud to me I got right. headphones on And I'm All up, right.
1: about to get blown out of here And with the first round Jaguars pick Wide receivers are gonna feel sick A portion will be the Jacksonville Jaguars first round pick. Put it in the books. Make it a song. Uh, Akuda's Barracuda's copywritten. Don't copy me. I'll sue you. I'm not afraid to. Let's get some money, Brent. Let's get a a big-time corner, and let's go to work. Akuda. That was by adorable. the way, I, I didn't hear the guitar. That I played was, like
0: two chords. That was tremendous. <laughs> and by the like, way, keep it handy so you can play us out of here in a couple of minutes. Uh, no, I don't know what you're going to play, like uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow or something. There maybe, we go. But, um, I think Akuta and Brown mm-hmm. are the guys they covet. Yeah. I don't think they get either one. That's okay. why I think they end up with Kinlaw. I think those guys are off the board. Yeah. Potentially in the first five picks those guys are off the board. This latest smoke screen, I think, this whole Dave Caldwell, Bob Quinn moving up to number three, I don't see it happening. I told you earlier, I don't think that the Jags are going to get their guy and giving up picks that potentially could get more guys to fill holes. Yeah. I think it's a smoke screen. I don't think the Jags are doing that. Um I'd be surprised if they do it. But I do think they'll be active tonight and all weekend long. Well, what do you uh, think they get at nine?
1: Uh, t- Akuda. Well, you know what? No, you have to trade up to get Akuda If they don't trade up, I'm taking Kinlaw at nine. He's been my guy since day one. I'm going to roll with Kinlaw. But once again, if the Jaguars do trade up, it's going to be for Akuda. But regardless of what happens, Brent, I'm happy the NFL draft's here, man. We yeah, got something yeah, to talk maybe. about. Let's break it down tomorrow. I can't wait. I'll see you there.
0: Here's the deal. Coming up on TV at 7 o'clock on CBS 47 and Fox 30. We'll have a one hour draft show, hopefully, weather permitting, if there's no tornadoes in the area. Uh, do pay attention to Mike Borish and the First Alert Weather Team on that front. There could be some dangerous uh, storms coming in all night long. So stay safe, have a lot of fun with the draft, and you can listen to the draft right here on ESPN 690. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's been a fun day. We talk all about what the Jags do tonight tomorrow at 3 o'clock on ESPN 690.